Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 260 for June 7th, 2018. I am one of your hosts, Brian Bolivar. And I'm oh. Kelly. Uh, I, I guess I'm an angel. Yeah, it's going to be one of those shows. Yep, yeah. pretty much. Okay, folks who are listening, this is what I have to work with. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I feel like I'm LeBron and I have no supporting cast, except I'm not LeBron. I'm not nearly that good. <laughs> No, so, no, you're not. No, no. So that was a really poor analogy in retrospect. Um, yeah, that, that was a mistake. Anyway, okay, why don't we get into what we did in guns, which is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, Calgary Shooting Center is selling the Colt Demaco SA 15.7 for $1,979, and it comes with the Troy folding rear sight, Otis cleaning kit, a sling, a magazine, and a lock. So this is basically the limited edition package that came out several years ago that they're continuing to reissue. So whatever, it's cool. They're nice rifles. I I really like mine. But this is the same thing as you get in the army, right? Um, not exactly. No, very very close from a technical standpoint. Um, it doesn't have that little extra that that the full auto sear. The fun so switch. We can't, we can't have those. Um, and I'm pretty sure the rifles that are issued in the Canadian forces don't come with a Troy folding rear sight. They actually have an Elcan optical sight on them. So a little different that way, but you know, they're nice rifles. They shoot great. Pretty happy with mine. Okay, cool. Let's get into what we've actually done in guns. And I vote that Adriel goes first. Yay. Oh, I gotta scroll down to my stuff. Okay. The, uh, shirts came in. So we have, uh, a hundred slam fire shirts in my closet now. <laughs> How many did and, you get on your son? Uh, 32 on the bigger one. <laughs> Why did you stop at 32? Like, come on. I, that was not, I, I did. So he was game for more, but, uh, at two XL, that's the size that they were on him. So like wow. you can only stack them on so big. And as soon as they're at the two XL size, uh, anymore, and the the shirts would start to stretch. So I didn't really yeah. want to oh, stretch okay. yeah. our our nice shirts. So uh, I stopped at thirty two, but thirty two was pretty funny looking. <laughs> he did seem a little yeah. top heavy with, with that a, little bit, a little bit top heavy, a little bit hot. I'm hot, dude. They, they can only move their arms like this much. They couldn't like help out with putting on the shirt. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, that was uh, the first thing that came through my mind too. I open up that box. I'm like, oh man, look at all these shirts. I wonder how many I can fit on a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The child yeah. services probably wants to talk to you. So the <laughs> listeners who get a shirt, um, they're not like game worn shirts, but they have been worn by. Um, how, how old is he? Kids of the show. Yeah. I put them on both of them. As soon as I did oh. the, the one, the other one was like, well, now it's my turn. So. <laughs> 
once or twice or zero times. There's only like only you know there's a hundred shirts and only put it uh, thirty on on each kid. So mm. something like that. Now I have to figure out like what's the what's the best way to ship these. So I've got uh, some different people with some different sizes that have emailed me, and now I've got to figure out how to ship these stupid things out mm. Mm. or hand deliver where possible. Yeah, that's sounds- hand delivery is the cheap cheapest option. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do for uh, for the charity shoot is is bring a bunch out there for anyone who's uh, who's hit the threshold of uh, of Patreon donations. I'll bring out the shirts and we'll uh, we'll give them out right then and there. Awesome, good idea. Yeah. Nice. Until then, I I want to send lots out because I got I got like it's it's taking up half my closet. It's a hundred shirts. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah lots. Yeah, too many. Yeah, you're right. You should get rid of those because we don't want you to have them. We want the listeners to have them. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really want to wear a hundred of one shirt. Maybe like one or two. Just think, that's a hundred days without having to wash clothes. Oh man! Yeah, that is that is twice. That is living the life of the extremely rich. Oh, I've worn this shirt. I'm going to toss it away. I'm not even going to wash it. I'm just going to get another brand new shirt out of my closet. Wow! I just need a monogrammed with my like initials or something like that. Maybe for the next hundred shirts. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Uh, I did a bunch of orders. Uh, so on Friday, I ordered stuff from True North Arms, uh, Questar, and what was the other one? What was the other one? It's gone. It'll come back in a second here. Um, so I ordered uh, some anti-walk pins because uh, True North Arms had some at a reasonable price. I ordered 13 Larmags from Questar. Mm-hmm. They have the 10-rounder uh, ACS. And uh, some of the different three-gun matches I go to say Larmags only. That's a max. So I'm going to – well, I'm not going to. I already have a bunch of those now. And uh, I'm going to run the uh, flat mag couplers on them. So they kind of look like a 20-mag stick when, you, uh, when you've got them coupled there. And the idea is once you're out on the first one, you reach around with your hand upside down, drop it, and then pop it right back in. So it's a, it's a very quick way of, uh, of running 20 rounds. Uh have you practiced oh. with that a whole lot? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've seen some of the guys running them at my, at my uh, local three gun match and they, they, it's fine. As long as you like, you have to make sure to grab them upside down and then pop them back up. But yeah, my, my concern I think for me would be that I would do that every time. So even though the mag on the bottom is empty, mm-hmm. I would then reinsert the empty mag that, uh, Yeah. Strictly speaking, it's quicker to dump the mag and grab a new one from your belt. But as it were Canadians, um, what do you what do you do with a ten round lar mag? Well, you can get one of those GS designs like printed mm-hmm. um, followers Ext- that like adds, extensions. adds yeah. Yeah, extensions to it. But now you do, now like how many mags can you actually fit on your belt for for your AR two four if you want to get extreme, uh, or you can just couple these and run two. So I'm going to run two coupled ones, which will give me. 40 rounds, plenty for uh, for a three-gun match, right? Or three-gun stage. Um, yeah, just as, as, as a space compactness kind of a thing, right? Make it efficient. Um, let's see. That's the other one I ordered from Tenda. Uh, I ordered 250 slugs. They had these low recoil. I can't remember what kind of slugs they were. They were Fioki or something like that. 250 for like 170 bucks or something like that. So quite uh, quite reasonable. Uh, so I ordered a bunch of those. I ordered a whole whack of 17 WSM ammo, uh, both the 20 grain Hornady stuff and the 25 grain stuff. So we'll see if any of that runs. Hopefully it does because I'm going to go shoot some gophers this weekend. Mm. Uh, let's see here. I, 
True North Arms also has these RCMP guy stickers. I ordered a bunch of those. They're like these little PVC stickers of are the are they, like if you know what I'm talking about, the RCMP yep. guy, RCMP guy, just under like bunny ears, and that's good enough. Uh, and I ordered an M-Lock QD mount, um, and that's because uh, that WK180C is starting to get around the time when they're going to start shipping in you know weeks, like three to eight to ten weeks, kind of a thing. So that's uh, months, by the way. <laughs> if you get, yeah, once you get into more yeah, than yeah. four weeks, you're into months. <laughs> that's, that's how the math works. Yeah. No. So I mean, so some of those might be coming in, and that's okay. So I'll. Uh, um, you know, I want the QD mount because it's got a QD mount on the back and I'll run a two point sling. If I'm going to go hunt with this thing, I want a two, two point sling because that's uh more control on a rifle. One point sling is like not fantastic for that kind of thing. Yep. I, I would agree. Yep. Yeah. On Sunday, we had a work day at the range uh, and we had a good turnout. We had 15 people show up. Kind of what we did was uh, we promised, okay, if you show up for the work day, you're also in the skills and drills. So nice. anyone who showed up got a got a spot in the skills and drills, and uh, uh, so we had about fifteen people out, and uh, we built a whole bunch of uh, walls and bases. Um, we run two by four walls, which are heavy but super durable. We leave all our stuff outside in the weather, like all year round, and the the ones that were built like four years ago are still like impeccable. We haven't had to repair any of them, uh, so. Two by four, heavy but super durable, so and, and cheap too. So why not? Um, yeah, made a bunch of uh, bases, walls, painted a whole bunch of stuff, repaired a bunch of targets. Um, we took our MGM poppers and we turned them. So I don't know if you guys, do you guys ever do this? Your, your five, your AR 500 targets. Um, after you shoot them for a while, they start to bow a little bit and bend yeah. because it's just like getting hit a lot. And, and MGM actually recommends just turn them, just turn them. So that the cupped, the cupped unshot edge, uh, face is, uh, uh, is the new one and uh, even it out. <laughs> so we did that to a bunch of our targets as well and tested them and they, they ran just fine. Uh, we've been testing our flasher targets, those T1000s. Um, we're starting to take them out to like pretty long distances. And we're finding out that uh, the accelerometer on there uh, doesn't work 100% reliably when you're hitting them with a tiny little 55 grain pill on a big steel target. So we're going to need something that um, to test it, uh, something that'll swing a little bit uh, more easily um, because it's just not, it's not activating uh, if we hit it from too far with too big and unmoving of a target. Well, how far is too far? Uh, still testing. So okay. <laughs> the last, uh, the last one we ran was 500 meters uh, with a target that, didn't move a lot. It wasn't like on chains or anything like that. And it was activating 75% of the time. So we need to, uh, we need to get hundred percent reliability on this thing. If we're going to use it like in matches yeah. and uh, yeah, so that's the next thing we're going to be trying with that. Just out of curiosity, have you tried the same steel plate with like a heavier bolt, like a 69 grain or, or 77? Yeah. I mean the heavier stuff will, will bring more energy on plate. Um, we've also tried like nine millimeter, like closer up and, and, uh, it, it, it seems to be a foot energy transferred to the plate kind of a thing. So you need that plate to suddenly move to, uh, yeah. get the accelerometer to, uh, to trigger. Yeah. Okay. We'll just have someone down range with a stick and when they hear the ding, they push it. You know? <laughs> or, or is that sort Why? of defeating their purpose? Yes. <laughs> is that, yeah, it's not quite. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the way the range is set up, we could have someone behind one of the berms that would be totally safe and could listen, but boy, what a crappy job that would be for the day. 
<laughs> go sit in the sun and, and tell us when we get hits fly, wave a flag where the, in, in the line of fire. <laughs> well, it's kind of like working at the butts in like a gallery range. It's not the end of the world, you know, mm-hmm. we'll do it anyway. Yeah. I understand uh, that's not what you're after. Yeah. I had a bunch of SKS ammo that uh, I, I get really like OCD about ammo in, in tins. So I've got all, almost all my stuff in these 50 cal tins and uh, my SKS. I had a bunch of 762 by 39 that just wouldn't fit. So I had to take my SKS out and get rid of that stuff. It wasn't no good anymore because it didn't fit. And uh, surprisingly good at uh, just hitting stuff at distance. So I was like, I brought, I brought it out and I showed the guys. I'm like, hey, you, you want to bet I can hit some targets with this thing? And they're like 200 and like 200. Yeah, offhand. Oh, 200 yards. We'll, we'll start hitting some steel at, at, uh, at offhand with that thing. What about 300? Yeah, no problem. What about 500? Okay, well, I'll use a rest for that, but just zip that that uh, that rear sight up to 500 and first two, no problem. Bing, bing. So it's um, just kind of like emboldened me a little bit in asking the guys at 3Gun to be shooting at longer distances with their ARs. Like if you can be, uh, if you can take a rack grade SKS like out of the box, rip that little like adjuster on the back there to, to the, the five mark and then start making hits at 500 yards on, uh, you know, decent sized targets. You should be able to do the same thing with your AR, your nice, accurate AR that's flinging out bullets a lot faster. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. been my experience. People get really hung up about distance and they think that it's a really hard thing to do until they just try it. And then they're like, Oh, that's, that's not that hard. You need a session or two to like, <laughs> really iron things out in your rifle and then it's not a big problem but i've yeah. seen a lot of guys show up and just be like oh i only kind of sighted it on the 50 it's like dude you're you're done <laughs> you can try but it's gonna I, be uh, it's gonna be pretty I, frustrating right i have never understood people who they get to zeroing and they're like they quickly get to good enough i don't i don't want to do this anymore really get, you're here get it pretty close to perfect like they don't that's have the time, it. but they just get all, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that three inches that you're out at uh, at 100 is, is going to make a big difference when you're out at five, right? Well, and the other thing, they don't really understand what zeroing is. The The center of your group is where you're zeroed. If you have oh, one shot to the that. left and one shot to the right, one shot above and one shot to the underneath, the, like the, the bullseye, okay, you're centered on the bullseye. That's it. You're zeroed. That's, that is where your zero is. But they'll shoot yeah. one round. Oh well, then I need to adjust my my sights over here. Well, no, you got to shoot a couple more to see where the group is forming. They don't grasp that. Yeah, you'll they, see that uh, in hunting season. People will chase their bullets around the paper with oh, yeah. uh, with their scope. <laughs> it's so funny. Every shot adjust. Every shot adjust. And it's like you're just following impacts around the paper. And some of those yeah. are you. Some of those are rifle. But like you're yeah. not getting any better yeah. sighted with that thing. Well, yeah, and these are these are the sometimes you get people who are thinking, well, I need to have a nice half inch cluster, and their rifle is not capable of grouping a half inch. So then, yeah, they chase each bullet hole because they think it's shooting half inch groups, which is just mm-hmm. happening. So, yeah, exactly. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I we we just got an email into the show uh, just recently here, like today, from listener Ian. He's going to send me out uh, an M seventeen S to try out. This is the K and the arms. Bullpup AR-15 kind of a thing. Well, not AR-15, more like an AR-18 kind of a bullpup, but uh, really cool. Want to try that thing out? Is that in uh, in five five six or three hundred eight? Five five six. They've they've got both, but the one that he's sending is I think I think it's five five six. 
hope it is. It's, it's cheaper to test a five five six for sure. Yeah, yeah, I got lots of stuff for that. Um, yeah. yeah, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to have actually really good triggers for a bull pup. They're supposed to be like a, an adjustable trigger, four pound kind of a thing. So nice. Should be pretty good. Well, that's better than a sub. Yeah, it's better than a sub. Now I don't get to keep it. I'm sending it back, oh, but <laughs> but it's still very nice of him to to send it up for me to uh, try out and yeah. review. I I hope he sends you like a like a coupon for Subway at least. With it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I think you can go buy your own damn sub. Yeah, I'll I'll go. I'll make one. I'll make, make one it works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Adriel. Unless he unless he sends you food, I don't think you should touch that gun. You should just leave it sit. <laughs> Just go burn a bunch of ammo. Don't don't take any footage or anything like that. Oh, yeah, exactly. My yeah. review, my review just says I don't like it. And just send it back dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds cruel. Oh man, yeah. Uh, no, anyways, this, now uh, maybe this is why listeners don't send me guns. Maybe that's why. <laughs> this <there> might be <laughs> strong possibility. Strong Aren't possibility. you a sponsored shooter though? Like, come on. Well, yeah, but yeah, but what? Never mind. I haven't got a sandwich from any of my sponsors. Oh, that's right. Have you thought to ask? <laughs> no, it's really never occurred to me at all. Hey, Ryan, he wants a sandwich. sandwich. Come on. Oh, actually, yeah, I don't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? What if you're on the range? Then do you want a sandwich? Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. No. He's ra- actually, I think he'd rather he'd rather make his own sandwich. Yeah, I know, I know Brian. Send me some chicken wings. I'm all over that. Mm. Chicken yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. Chicken wings. All right. Anyways, let's keep going. Here. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this Saturday, I'm going to go to the uh, three gun match in Lakeland. So the Cold Lake uh, three gun match. I'm going to go and tend that guy. Um, I haven't hit him up this year yet, so I'm going to head out that way. And while I'm out there next day, I might as well go shoot some gophers. So. I've got that 17 WSM, which is pretty hot and spicy, and we'll blow some gophers up, make them explode. So, explode. Yes, explode. <laughs> that's S. That's not S. Explode. Not yeah. Super <laughs> duper. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anyways, that's me, uh, Kelly. Why don't you go next? Okay, uh, so Napanee Ladies Day happened on Saturday. I went out there with uh, Kelly Kincaid and a bunch of other ladies from the CCFR. There was 45 women that came out, and most of them were brand-new shooters. They got to shoot shotguns, AR-15s, 22 rifles, and pistols, and they had an amazing time. It was so it – was, it was like the perfect day for shooting. Uh, and they uh, also got to shoot some black powder at the end of the day and sharps rifles as well. So it was really, really cool. Um, all the money that was raised went to Breast Cancer Action Kingston. So that was awesome because of the fact that um, they don't get any funding other than donations from the community. So they got about two or $3,000 from, la- from us last year. And I think they're going to get the same amount as well. So they were super happy about that. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all the ladies who came out, the CCFR ladies that did come out and help. It was awesome to spend some time with some pretty amazing ladies. There's lots of photos as well that we took and put them on the CCFR page too. So it was fun. They're having another one in September and they're pretty much sold out. I think they might have one or two more spots. So if you are interested in going to the September event or if you know a lady that's in the Napanee, Ontario area that would like to go, you can actually contact the range there and uh, see if there's any more spots because yeah, another 45 ladies are going to shoot in September. 
And what else did I do? Oh, the next day I uh, went to the range. I went to the range with uh, Kelly Kincaid as well. And also a couple other people from the CCFR came out and we shot a uh, shot. Uh, we shot Maple Seed Challenges, which was awesome. But I also got to shoot Kelly's new Colt uh, 1911 that she bought at TACCOM. So that was fun. But uh, the other thing that I got to shoot as well was my own CZ uh, Shadow that I bought from Adriel. And it's my new favorite gun. It was awesome. I loved it. Yay. What did you like about it? Uh, I like the fact that it uh, has the trigger on it was like amazing. And um, what else did I like about it? Well, it's heavy. So flipperosity, not much. It's got a little pep to it, and it's super accurate, like 15 meters, group that size. It was awesome. I just liked it. Yeah, mm. I got to I got to put some more rounds through my Shadow 2, and I think I'm going to run it at the Lakeland match, even though yeah. I'm not set up for it super well. So yeah. Good. And that's about it. I just really love the CZ, so it was awesome. And, yeah. Um, lots of things going on still with the charity shoot and uh, got, getting a lot of response from that and some positive response. So I'm going to give a shout out later in the, in the show about that. But yeah. All right, Brian, you're up. Cool. I'm just going to let the whole F word slide this episode. What F word? Mm-hmm. Was Flipperosity? No. <laughs> and and I didn't I didn't even listen to the show last week, so I didn't hear you drop the F word. And I heard, I heard no listener feedback extolling my virtues. So (laughs) none of that happened at all. It's it's all good. People prefer uh, flipperness. What? Flipper tea. Yes. Flippernicity. There you go. (laughs) Anyway. All right. What did I do in guns? Um, I've settled on uh, the load that I'm going to use with the IBI barrel for service rifle this year. So I've started cranking out the ammunition. Nice. Um, Yeah. Um, Now the only thing that I'm not, 100% 100% set on is the overall velocity I'm getting. The average that my shooting crony is showing me is kind of high at about 28, 80 feet per second, which I think is maybe not realistic. So I have a buddy who's actually got a lab radar. I'm going to meet him at the range this weekend and we're going to check it against, uh, against that just to see what uh, my true velocity is more likely to be before I start doing dopes and, and uh, wind corrections and that kind of stuff. Um, just gives me a, a chance to be a little a little more accurate with my guess of, about all that stuff. Um, I was supposed to go to Milken last weekend, but I had bad flu, so I stayed home. But okay. I did, in spite of that, I did go to the range to get ready for that event, and I was zeroing in my lightweight 14.5-inch upper with that American Eagle 55-grain stuff that was on sale for at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's, on, it's on sale for a reason. It's, it's crap. Ooh. Yuck. That oh. that upper really doesn't like it. I was getting like four to five inch groups at a hundred with it. Um it shot okay, like maybe three inches with the match barrel, but and somewhere in between with the Namaco, but it it's not not great stuff. So now my you just need to go take a, a shooting course with uh, Trevor or something like that. It's possible. I I may yeah. I maybe need to do all those things. Um, now I also shot. I have a, a little bit of my uh, my fifty five grain cam pro ammo that I've like my bulk load that I've used for a few years, and it shoots about half the size group. So if if I'm getting into competition with fifty five grain this year, I'll probably go back to the cam pro. I'll have to load some up. So it's just no point in trying to uh, 
to shoot for accuracy with, with that ammo. So I'll use it for stuff. It'll show up, but it is what it is. Um, my ear pro my gel ear cups showed up for my Howard light. So for a comparison, here's the gel. Here's the original. Oh yeah. And like here, ooh, you can, yeah. it doesn't really move when you do stuff. It's like a board. Yep. Whereas this is gels. Oh, aren't they nice? Oh, and you can so wear delicious. them on in your yeah. Now yeah. here you cups, can just get those as like as extra add-ons. Yep. Yeah, they're they're available mm-hmm. now. I got them through Amazon actually. Yep. Now they came to about sixty-five bucks with shipping, so it's almost the cost of the Howard lights, but it really works it. a whole lot better. Yeah. So if you're wearing them um, for a full day, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. now these are my backup. Ear, ear pro but at least they're useful now um because they actually seal properly too especially around glasses and stuff so that's that yeah, was a big glasses positive. and the hat brim and all that kind of stuff add all up that to crap. Like some, yeah. yeah no it's it's really i'm very very happy with that um now you said you did some ordering through questar um if i would have known that i would have put slipped something in your package but anyway i also got a, some stuff from questar i got my new funky trial pistol site that everybody on Facebook thinks is awesome. I got it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't think that's the feedback that some people have. No, given. nobody. No, nobody. Yeah. It, it putting is, a red dot on there is fine, but like that thing, like pe- people are just attacking. <laughs> oh yeah, and to be fair, it is not a replacement for. It's it's sort of a red. No, it's not. It's. I don't know. Yeah, there. Um, can I get close enough where people can ask? What's it called? The Seymour. What's see all. It's see a, all. yeah. See all. So basically what it is, there's an etched reticle here in front, and then you look through a magnifying lens at the back and it works similar in principle to the way a red dot works. You just put the, the triangle on the target and that's where your bullet hits. Once you get it zeroed, um, I'm going to experiment with it this season. We'll see, um, most of the competitions I'm in, I can, I can use it. So, We'll see what happens. Um, I just wanted to try something different and something where I'm not trying to line up the front and rear sight. I'm just maybe just with my eyes, but I'm finding that to be a struggle lately. So we'll see. It it does have problems. It obscures the sight picture a lot because it and it's it's really tall. It could be a whole lot smaller. It's there's no way it needs to be quite that big. And um, it's a bit of a challenge for holsters. I, I did manage to modify my Odin holster so it would fit. Oh dear. Yeah, it's okay. It just with a little took a little bit of trimming with the pocket knife. Nothing serious. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you didn't Dremel? No, I didn't Dremel it. It wasn't. No, it wasn't that drastic. So, um, and bad things happen sometimes with Dremels. They get away from you. So, and I didn't even cut myself with my pocket knife. So I'm calling it a win. Now, um. I'm not so so sure how durable this would be if like things get dropped because there is this lens here that's not really protected. Um, so yeah, I don't see this being something that will be adopted by special forces and other other users that uh, actually requires. But you know, for range use, it'll probably be okay. And I'm so confident in it, I bought one of these. So that oh, I can, yeah, that I can familiar. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can take it off if or when when time comes, I can take it off. Uh, so yeah, I picked up a front or a rear sight pusher, front sight pusher pistol thing. So I uh, got that through 
Tenda. Yeah, just showed up actually today. So at least I'm now in a position I can make adjustments to my pestle sights, um, not having to rely on a hammer and a punch because that's never the best way of doing things. So mm-hmm. we'll so see. Site, that site looks very similar to that FT bullseye site that I had reviewed in January or something like yes. that. Yeah. Now, was the FT bullseye, a, were you able to adjust it like for elevation and windage? Not really. Yeah. That's the one thing I like about this is I, it does have windage and elevation adjustment. Now what's funny though, is in their, um, in the literature, there's no, it's not click adjustable. It's just set screws. So it's infinitely adjustable in between. There's no witness marks or anything, but they say, well, it's, it's infinitely adjustable. We didn't put clicks on it to, you know, limit your ability to adjust it. It's like, you know, that's, that's not how that works guys. (laughs) No, it's, but okay. I was, I was actually pretty easily able to zero it for 15 and, uh, I am, I personally, I'm getting better accuracy using it than just iron. So it might work for me. It might not. Don't know. Nothing's forever. Um, I can always take it off and just go back to the irons or what I would probably do if I, if I do it with this, I'll probably put a set of Dawson um, competition sights on with a fiber optic front and blacked out rear and go with there. Um, I am also still waiting for um, this pistol to be sent in uh, for the free uh, upgrade. Trigger. So I will take this site off before I send it in. Cause I do not want um, MD Charlton to be responsible to not break my site. Because I have a feeling they will say, tough, too bad for you. So, Well, they probably have to drop it, too, to make sure that the, the trigger upgrade makes oh, yeah. so it doesn't go off accidentally. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And, and actually, this, this might actually – I hadn't thought about that. But this oh. might actually prevent some of that from happening. But I, again, don't want the lens to be impacting a hard surface. I think that would make things work not well. <laughs> so so how much was it? I, it's Do you want to say – uh, about two and two and two and two and a half, two hundred and fifty bucks. So, mm. so yeah, not cheap. <laughs> Adriel's going. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I agree. Hey, it's not for yeah. I'm. I. It's an experiment I chose to make. So, I'm certainly not going to try and promote people run out and buy it. But you liked it though, right? Yes, and the more people hate it, the more I <laughs> am you like it. it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to more ranges and just, yeah. It can look like. Go, it go win look, a match with it. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, but I was going to say it can look ugly as can be, but if it still works and improves your shooting, so what? Right. Yeah, possibly. It, it means. Well, it yeah. And if, if you can win a match with it, then it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Maybe uh, like, oh, this is, this is match winning hardware here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We all, yeah, anyway, we'll see. Anyway, it's going to be kind of fun to play with. And like I said, I bought this as an insurance policy, so I can always take it back off if and when I decide that, yeah, I'm not there for it. So, all right, that's uh, pretty much it for gun-related stuff that I've done. I've done other shenanigans, but they're not gun-related. So, And I live to tell the tale kind of barely. All righty, let's get into upcoming events. Adriel, is there three gun matches going on? I know you talked about one that like you're going to, but there must be other ones. Yeah, yeah you know, there's a couple around Alberta here, mostly. Um, 
There's uh, June 9th, is, there's going to be the Mighty Peace Three Gun. That match will be happening at the North Peace Rod and Gun Club. The Lakeland Three Gun match is the same day, the Saturday. That'll be at the Cold Lake Fishing Game Club. Uh, the Prince Albert Pistol and Rifle Club will be running a Three Gun match same day, June 9th. On the Sunday, uh, the NW Three Gun will be running their match at the Smithers Rod and Gun Club in BC. CDTSA will be running a three-gun match June 10th in Milo. BTSA will be running their Action Shooting League Monday night, June 11th. Chaz will be running the Battle of Alberta two-day match June 15th uh, to June 17th. Now, if you're registered for that, you're probably registered for the two-day match, which will be the June 16th and 17th. But if you're the ROs, you'll be on the 15th. Uh, let's see. Mighty Peace will be running a three-on match at the Wapiti Shooters Club in Grand Prairie on June 23rd. Also on June 23rd, the three-gun outlaw shoot at the Rock Cut will be happening. So if you're in Ontario, register for that guy. And that's it. Cool. Kelly. Yes. Next on the list is ma- maple maple syrup maple yeah maple whatever maybe maple, maple <laughs> something maybe yeah. seed. Anyway, do you want to talk about maple seed? Um, maple seed. There is a couple of events that we still have, uh, still have spots in. So, uh, Woodview, the one that's coming up, uh, next weekend, uh, there's still two spots. So go on to the website and register for that. If you're in the Ontario, you know, GTA, Peterborough area. And what else? Uh, we still have some uh, spots out East. Um, and we, as I said, last week we're registering or we're putting up events for Alberta soon. So. We're just confirming some ranges. That's all we're waiting what's, for. What's the date for PEI and Woodstock? Woodstock Woodstock is the 13th of uh, July. And uh, I think it's the 9th. Yes, it's the 9th, for, 9th of July for, for PEI. Brettlebane. Should go. Who should yeah. go? You should. Yeah, I'm going to drive to PEI. <laughs> Come on, you can go to Nova Scotia. And yeah, because it's, it's basically the same place. Yeah, it just looks like it on the map. <laughs> I was looking around New Brunswick and be like, oh, you know, I got to go to this charity thing here. And uh, it's like, uh, yeah, just drive around everywhere there. Just fly. Oh, come on. on. It's close enough. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I will be interested to know if you're going to be in my neck of the woods in the fall. We so are. We'll see. Um, good. That we'll come be- and see you in the fall. Okay. I'm busy that weekend, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. We weren't going to invite you anyway, so there. Oh, that's so harsh. No way. Hey, um, actually, while we're talking about maple seed stuff, um, you guys were selling some special patches. Yes. So with, we still- which are entries into a contest to win stuff. Oh, my God. You should work for us. Anyways. <laughs> We still have a couple of limited ed- edition patches. There, uh, there's only 150 available. Uh, we sold, we've sold um, probably over two thirds, anyways. I think we have probably about 30 of them left. And the patches are seeing this as the patches are uh, sowing the seeds of ma- uh, marksmanship, and it's the inaugural year for maple seed. And yes, if you buy a patch for 30 bucks, you get entered into a draw. And what you get for the draw is a Chiapa uh, LA322 rifle. It's the one of those lever action breakdowns, uh, or takedowns. And it was uh, donated by Ben Click from Sierra 64 and Tier 1 Armory. So 
just wanted to say thank you to them. Cool. And if somebody wants to buy those, where can sure. they go? Thanks, Brian. They can, <laughs> they can, if they want to buy one of those, they can go on the Project Maple Seed website. So go to mapleseedrifleman.com, go to the store. And in, once you're into the store, you can click on the link there. It's, uh, it shows the, it shows the patch. So yeah. Awesome. Buy one. We want to sell a lot of them so that we can do the draw. Yeah, I want people to buy them and then so that I can win the rifle. So hurry up, people, buy it so that I can win. Because yes. they're not going to do the draw until all the ticket slash, slash patches are sold. No, and you're right. So get after it. Right. Cool. Um, all right. Now, let's see. The next item, uh, the 2018 Meaford Long Range Steel Challenge, sponsored by KDEX Defense, taking place on September 7th to 9th. Spots are filling fast. For more information and to register, Google the match or find it on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash MLRSC. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. I think they're still looking for ROs as well. So Yes, they are. That's good fun. Um, let's see. Oh, this will be interesting. Ontario Cowboy Mounted Shooting. Beginner Cowboy Mounted Shooting Clinic. June 23rd to 24th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. This will include lessons and ammo, uh, some guns, some holsters for use, topics covered, gun desensitization for your horse. I would think that would be really key. Yeah. Oh, man. I wanted, like, I'm, I'm waiting for my dad to retire and I want to do this to one of his horses. I want to make a horse that's okay with shooting off of and I want to go hunting on horseback. On horseback. Oh, yeah. If cool. this If this, if this was in Alberta, I would do this course. I don't care about horses, but like, Going on a horse, you can get so close to deer on a horse. Oh, I'd be all over it. And your dad, so your dad has horses. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's there's something. Soon. There's there's something I didn't know about you. I didn't know your dad was a horse guy. Cool. Um. Yeah. I. Mm. All right. So desensitization <laughs> of your horse, firearm handling. Again, I would think really important. Very important. Uh, rules of the sport, required equipment. You need a sound horse. That would make some sense. And you need, <laughs> you need a saddle and a bridle. Wow. Am I ever not qualified to attend this course? Uh, no. <laughs> I, a quad I, is more your speed. Shooting uh, off of a quad. <laughs> I don't know if even that. Um, restricted firearms license not required to participate. It's a $100 non-refundable deposit. Do a booking. <coughs> uh, full payment due in 30 days before. Total cost oh. is four, 400 bucks. Yeah. And it's limited to 10 participants. So, that makes sense because you can't have a whole herd of wannabe cowboys rooting, tooting, and shooting, and all that stuff. That wouldn't work. Riding around with horses <laughs> and loaded firearms. <laughs> like, where's your 180 with a horse and a and a, a rifle in a scabbard? <laughs> now you want to talk about a sport that has some cost to get into? You got to buy a horse. <laughs> That's no, no not just a cost- horse. The cost Down of the horses, yeah. The cost of the horse is not that much. It's feeding them. Yeah. Anyway, cool. I I think <laughs> it looks really neat for people who are have a passion for horses and a passion for firearms. It, this seems really really kind of cool. So, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about. It. So get out. And, I I wish I, there was a course like this in Alberta. I'd take it for sure. This is almost worth you traveling. I think there's nope. A- <laughs> no, like it's not me. It's not me that's getting the training. It's the horse. I can shoot oh. off any horse. It's I don't want that's, the horse to like leave. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you need I to shoot. bring the horse. There, you probably have to buy some extra seats for Guess the horse what? on the plane, right? 
It's Alberta. You gotta put a whole bunch of those peanuts in in a shipping in the Amazon box. You put the horse in there and a whole bunch of those packing peanuts on top. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Alberta, they have these. Research it. But yeah, you're not packing a horse in a peanut box. It might be. It might actually be easier to send. send Might actually be easier to send the instructors to Alberta. Possibly that might be the other way around. It's crazy enough to work. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You got to round up enough people who want to hunt from horseback. Could you have a stage and a three gun like with a mechanical bolt? Oh God. Huh. I mean, yeah. Good. Uh, oh, really ramping up the challenge area there. Oh. That would be really hard to not break the 180 <laughs> as the bull. How goes much does it cost to rent a mechanical bull? 500 bucks a day? You can I, put this into a bigger stage, into a bigger like match. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. This might be something it's worth thinking about hard before you decide to make it part of a stage plan. <laughs> anyway. No, it's worth it. It's going in. <laughs> All righty. You can make one. Yeah. Three gun just got really real in, in Adriel's world. It's all good. All right, cool. Um, The next item we've got, uh, I'm going to skip the uh, Ferlachi course because I think it's all sold out and people who know about it know about it. Um, The eighth annual podcast network charity shoot, 3D event, July 5th to 7th. Man, that's getting close. That's like less than a month away. Um, yeah. Yeah. I should probably get a flight. You haven't yeah. booked a flight yet? Yeah. Yeah. Canada, who cares? You'll be fine. Just just put yourself in a box with some packing peanuts. You'll be fine. Hopefully I find some people on the way over there that uh, have a car that I can just like jump in and I don't have to set anything up. Well, <laughs> when are you um, flying in? No. Anyway, these, <laughs> these are details that we can talk about off air. All I'm right. just thinking just you're for, not- the, for people who want to attend, pre-registration is not required for the actual charity shoot on the 7th. Um, the charity this year will be the, the Dalhousie Regional High School Breakfast Program. Uh, day one on the 5th will be the Ferlachi Handgun Fundamentals course. There's 15 spots, totally sold out. Day two on July 6th will be the Maple Seed shoot, pre-registration required. Are there still spots or is it all sold out, Kel? It is sold out. All right, cool. Uh, and on the seventh is the charity shoot, and that cannot be sold out because there is no limit. Uh, registration is at nine a.m. Cost is twenty-five dollars for events. You shoot a mini steel challenge, so that's shooting pistol at steel plates, pistol or uh, twenty-two rifle, or I don't know what else, pistol caliber carbines. Maybe I don't know. Trevor will have to talk about that. I don't want to. I don't want to tell people what they can shoot his steel targets with and what they can't. Probably not armor piercing rifle ammo. I'm guessing that's a no. Mm, no, <laughs> probably. Um, let's see. The minimum round count for the steel challenge is a hundred. Bring two hundred rounds, and let's see. Um, then there'll be a twenty-two rifle silhouette gallery style shoot, and a round of trap. Uh, 25 rounds with your shotgun. So um, with whatever gauge you want to use. And then after that will be kind of a fun shoot. Get to try different people's rifles, handguns, whatever. Uh, Bring whatever you want to shoot. Shoot between 100 and 200 in the rifle range, 18 meters in the pistol range at a steel plate rack, dueling tree, all that good stuff. So, and let's see the, all events are at the rested goose gun club in Balmoral, New Brunswick. Barbecue provided by smoke on the water. Really, really good. Smoked mm-hmm. meats, sides, and drinks. An invitation letter will be available on the 
Restagouche Gun Club's website for you to apply for your authorization to transport as you may require. All right, cool. Right, yeah, probably do that. I. Eh? You pr- yeah, if you want to bring restricted firearms, you may want you might want to get after it. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till the last minute. It's because- a month away. Oh wait, Lots no. Time. Well, when we get to the main topic, we'll talk about how you don't really need an ATT right now <laughs> because yeah. anybody can just drive around willy nilly with whatever they want in their car because there's millions of legitimate. <sighs> well, apparently, well, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just drive around with your pistol sideways. That's no problem. <laughs> There hanging we go. Out, hanging out the door, you know, the low rider car. Not just mm-hmm. kidding. All right. <laughs> cool. Okay. Let's get into the news. Um, I'm just going to take this. Let's see here. I'm going to click on this one. What is this one? Adriel, did you throw this in? Yeah. Someone shot themselves again at the uh, uh, cop training facility here in Edmonton. So it happened again. This is the second time in a month or two. We put the, we put the original uh, posting up when it happened last time. Uh, just they're doing holster training and uh, someone AD'd into their AD indeed indeed into their leg. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, wow. That's, um, huh. that's disappointing. That's going to happen. Like if you train it enough people whose job it is to like do stuff other than shoot people all the time, I mean, they're going to maybe not be the best at using a gun. Well, you know what? That is true. Um, because um, in spite of, what some people think police, a police officer's job is not simply to be a gunfighter and be using their gun all the time. They have other things to do. So yeah, I can, I can sort of see that. Um, still too bad. Hopefully the officer isn't seriously hurt and we'll go on for there. Now the next news item, we're going to s- slip that to the main topic. So we'll just skip uh, on to new gun stuff. Alrighty, so uh, Wolverine is doing archery stuff now. Really? Yeah, they're like guns, but they're really slow. They're, they, I've I've noticed similarities, and that is one of the big differences. Um, they're, they they shoot slower. They they're slower to reload. Uh, they're slower to aim. It's good fun. They're slower, but yeah, slower. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're quieter though. Way quieter. Oh yeah, they're practically silenced. Uh, no. No Press, life. Practically suppressed. Oh, careful. Oh, Press. no, don't do Oh, gosh. No, because <laughs> no, then just the government him. will say we have to have loudeners on our arrows. We'll have to have some kind of whistle on the back of the arrow that, yeah. like a deer whistle, something like that. Yeah. Can't put those rubber things on it anymore. Oh, yeah. No, it's too quiet. Too quiet. All right. Um, well, good for Wolverine branching out. Um, WK update today. First new production rifles will be leaving Kodiak for Wolverine on Monday, June 11th. And their FRT got uh, registered. And right now with the um, Canadian government, and it is certified as a non-restricted firearm. Yeah. So there, there's some people wondering. I mean, they, they did their pre-order without their FRT, and they said we're a Canadian manufacturer. Now, normally, if you're going to import something, you have to have your FRT before you import, being right. as they're a Canadian. They didn't yeah, have their okay. FRT. They started manufacturing, they started pre-ordering, and now they've got their FRT. So it's all, uh, if you were wondering about that, that's done. And it sounds like, yeah, uh, their first few production rifles should be going to Wolverine for testing on the 11th. So it should be coming in pretty quick here. They, they put some new photos on their uh, Canadian Gun Nuts thread 
with like boxes and boxes of like charging handles, bolts, like all the parts you need to, to assemble these things. So their production is uh, is definitely like hitting hitting the the fast gear now. Well, that's a positive. I'm looking forward to this rifle. I'm hoping people really like it. What about the SLR update? Yeah, Adriel, you're in for one of these as well, are you not? <laughs> no, I'm not in for one of the SLRs. I oh. might. I don't know. I might. I don't know. Uh, so their update just two days ago here was um, they just picked up some anodized samples. Uh, so they sent some scrap lowers to a different anodizer to, uh, to, to try to get something that was a little bit better quality. Right. Uh, they sent them out, and they said that they're m- much better in color and quality. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, sometimes when you get anodized uh, aluminum, it'll come back black, and sometimes Models. it'll come back, like, blue or like reddish or something like yeah. that so getting getting that anodizer uh with the appropriate coloring is important and uh, it looks like they've they've got that uh, squared away now so uh they uh report that they're moving along 24 hours a day they're about halfway through all the lowers and should begin uh, early next week prepping them for anodizing and then the uppers are coming along as well and they're scheduled to be on their final operations in a week and a half so uh that update was just two days ago here so that uh, seems to be moving wrong uh, quite well as well. That's good. Dave will be happy. Yes, Dave will be happy when he finally mm-hmm. gets his SLR. Right. All right. But uh, but he told us he wasn't bitter, so he must be happy already. Oh, yeah, he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it yesterday. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, welcome to ordering new firearms that aren't built yet in mm-hmm. uh, in any in any place <clears throat> i do do american companies get into this pre-order stuff for absolutely absolutely and they okay. th- there's tons of these kinds of pre-orders that um some of them just get a little bit delayed some of them go nowhere some of them they like send their product out and it's no good so um i think the things we're seeing right now are like positive indications it's going to be a little bit late but the quality is going to be good that's that's like that's a good outcome when you're doing a pre-order like this ultimately yes i would much rather have a manufacturer delay something than put out crap on time it's yeah and then they're like yeah sending people out to be their beta testers and we we've seen that in the past and it's really it's almost impossible for a company's reputation to recover yeah, yeah. Kind of I think I think okay. we have seen that in the past from some different manufacturers, and yeah. uh, it's to be, not a good route to go down. To be fair, some manufacturers that have d- initially had that poor reputation for quality, it's been very consistent throughout. <laughs> They've never actually improved. They've just stayed crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. Um, cross ten mags. You want to talk about this, Adriel? I, this seems to be something up your alley. They just put an update out. These, these are the Canadian-made uh, polymer mags. Uh, they're made to couple, so they are, they're made to couple up and up, upside down, or like side by side, and that kind of thing. So they got a couple of unique uh, ways of going together. I think a lot of the ten-round mags that we get out of the states are like they're inexpensive. They're ten-rounder. They're pistol mags. They're not really made to couple or do anything neat with because they're just kind of set up as pistol mags, right? So uh, these are kind of neat in that they're made to configure in a couple of different ways. So they just put an update on uh, on CGN. Uh, they're, um, still in production. They're still going along. They just had some, uh, challenges along the way. So looks like they're still moving forward. What kind of price do they have on these? <laughs> the, 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 any price that they put up right now is, uh, is a guess because they're, okay. you know, still not in like full, full production. All right, cool. All right. Well, 
whatever. Um, next item, we have the CZ Shadow 2's optic ready version are coming in. Uh, Bullseye Sports has them, uh, or other on pre-order, I should say. Um, the total gun is 1300 plus taxes, and that comes with uh, 10 round mags. Um, I guess one, two, maybe. Not sure. Um, Usually three. They'll, they'll come with three. Okay. Um, $200 deposit required. This gun interests me. I, <laughs> yes. This is a very attractive uh, competition ready pistol. And now with the slide cutout for um, putting a red dot optic, optic, not a mile above the gun, actually down in the slide, kind of more better. <clears throat> Well, okay, okay. so like uh, guns that run a slide mount red dot like this are good for, there's a there's a category for this. Is it production optics, production red dot? Uh, c- carry optics, I think. Carry optics. Carry optics is like made for this kind of thing, but like it's still not an open gun. Like an open nope. gun needs oh, no. to be single action only with a safety, with a gas pedal, with a red dot that's in a saddle yeah. mount and all this other crazy stuff that's like not the, the slide mount red dot that's yeah. that's a lot more inexpensive, but not the ultimate. Uh, this this uh, is, gun, right? to me, this is a step up for people who want to get away from the iron sights. Maybe their eyes are, are, are getting weak and, you know, they may have eye issues like I've got where they, they don't focus well on a front sight through a rear notch, that kind of thing. And it is a technology that helps out a little bit without going the, the full boat to a full out open gun, which is much more much of a capital more. investment. And they tend to be more finickety and it's just a whole different level of commitment. Well, to yeah, usually you got to run a comp and you got to like reload so that it's using the comp and you got to do all yeah. this other crazy stuff. And I would, I would really like to see more divisions in different sports that had a production optics or production yeah. red dot production carry, carry optics uh, carry class optics, yeah. where you could run a pistol that has a red dot on it and that's it. Like no comp, no extra anything else. It's yeah. just a yeah. pistol with a red dot on it. And, and it's just for people who don't want to run iron sights, right? And and I really do believe that much like for long arms, uh, dot sights are going to become the norm and get away from irons altogether. This mm-hmm. is going to become the standard. Um, it just, there's just a lot of positives uh, in terms of ability to get on target quickly. I think it's easier to train people up and, and that's, what's going to really make the difference. If, if agencies can train people faster mm-hmm. to get good hits using a dot, they'll eventually go that route. So, you know, it makes sense. It's, it's getting some use in the military, um, especially with special forces groups who use night vision. Guess what? You don't see very well with night vision, iron sights in your pistol. So they, they go to a dot. So, that's uh, that's where the Roland Special kind of design has come up with. Uh, you guys have heard of that. That's the the Glock 19 with a comp and a dot. So the comp is there to keep the gun really flat, so you don't lose that dot when they're shooting with night vision. So yeah, it's kind of a cool idea, in my opinion. Who wants to take the next one? Me. So it's okay. a Smith and it's a well. I was thinking that oh. you were going to take it, but you're going to allow me to take it, really. Yeah, it's, the Maple Seed Queen. Because <laughs> this is the ultimate Maple Seed rifle. Well, it's not a bad one. This one's the sport, so it's the, the next one that came out. But anyways, it's the Smith & Wesson M&P 1522. It's a smart, sport model with the M-Lock. Uh, it's a 22 rifle. It's on sale right now for $399.99, so $400. And um, 
if it's pretty much like the, it's set up like an AR. So it's, by the way, it's Tenda that has this right now. Um, it's set up like an AR-15. So if you want to go and shoot, uh, but uh, not to spend as much money, you can actually get this because it's pretty much the ergonomics. I like your AR. And uh, yes, um, uh, it has the Magpul M uh, bus sights or MBUS sights. Is it M bus? What is it? Yeah, it's it's the iron sights that they've got that are plastic yeah. that the Magpul Magpul right. ones does. So, yeah. And uh, it has a telescoping stock. Um, I actually like their old version. Uh, telescoping. Thank you. <laughs> stock. Um, yeah. Uh, we have, uh, I've shot uh, the old version of it, uh, but uh, the new sport. I've, I've got a couple of friends that have bought one and they love it. So. Well, I mean, like the, the idea of running like an AR trainer is, is kind of neat. It's just that the previous versions were so expensive. So this one, when I saw it at three ninety nine, this is a good price, right? Like I haven't seen them at that kind of price before. No, that's good. Hmm. And the other downside is while they're not actually an AR-15 because you cannot fit the upper on an AR-15, you cannot yeah. put an AR upper on the lower, the RCMP and their wisdom has said, no, this is an AR-15 variant and it's restricted. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you so can't just go on like, there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that really is the big detriment. I, I loved mine. Um, I, I got rid of it so that I could have money to buy 1022 that I could actually use at Maple Seed, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> it's a good, it's yeah. a good platform. I, I really liked it. So yeah. I, I, I didn't have any problems with it. So yes, most people are not having problems with them. It's the older versions <laughs> that they tend to have a, a few issues with the sport version. Not, so if you want to buy one, buy one. That's the sport version, and it's only four hundred bucks. So, so is are the internals different on this one, Kelly, compared to the old one? Yeah, this, I think so. But uh, uh, Smith and Lawson hasn't said anything. All right, cool. <clears throat> but we're still not allowing it on the line. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yes. well, it, it is. You can do whatever you want. I don't have to agree with you. I know. That's fair. Guess what? We don't. <laughs> 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 and and I respect your your our respective positions. That's fine. Um, okay, I'll take the next one. Uh, Gersan, am I saying that right, Adriel? Gersan, 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 Gersan. MC twenty eight TX nine millimeter optic ready drop in slide kit. So if you have a Gersan nine millimeter pistol, you can now buy a drop in slide. It looks like with barrel and and a spring that is optics ready set up with the cutout so you can take the rear side out and put in various plates for either a, a venom optic doctor a tack vector or a loophole so then you can get your optics ready set up going um i it says wow these are cheap but i don't see the oh sorry you know 200 bucks for a slide and does it come with the barrel too for 200 bucks like it's it got to be just a slide Maybe it, it makes no sense. Why would you ship it with a barrel? Mm. Be yeah. nice if it had all the stuff in it. Yeah, I know it's got to. I'm thinking it's got to be just a slide and all the plates. But if you happen to have that particular pistol, which I don't know how popular it is up here, it's but. it's it's not. It's an MMP knockoff, the MC28. Um, right. But uh, they're a lot cheaper than the MMP uh, pistols, so yep. they're very inexpensive. Uh, kind of like competing with the Canics, I guess, right? 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I did read a little bit on this while it's a knockoff of the MMP. There's enough of a difference that you can't take this slide and put it on your MMP. No bad, bad things can happen. Like your slide coming off and impaling your forehead. That would be not good. So don't buy this for your MMP. If you want to go this route, you actually have to have the pistol that it's meant to go on. So anyway, that's a cool little option. Eh. Yep. Already. Who wants to take the three packs? Of ballistics S- is selling uh, three packs of SKSs for six fifteen. So if you're looking for, if you and a couple of buddies want an SKS, that's the cheapest one you're going to find anywhere. <laughs> two hundred bucks a piece. Yep, two hundred bucks right. a piece. Get an SKS. Yep. Shoot some stuff at five hundred meters with your SKS. You could, you could, mm-hmm. uh, so you could buy three, keep one original, and then you could go and do some Matador Arms coolness with the yep. other two. I think that's a great idea. People should do that. Um, Maple Ridge Armory is blowing out some of their barrels. They've got um, some old stock NEA barrels and their, um, let's see, their match 223 wild barrels or 18.6 inch for $399. That's pretty decent. Uh, they've got 11 and a half inch barrels for 300 bucks. All kinds of cool stuff. Um, so that's good more cheaper barrels coming out for people who are building rifles or SLRs as it were. They had, they had a, a 760 by 39 option on there, uh, the barrel and the bolt for, Oh man, I thought it was 200 bucks or something like that. So if you wanted to build an upper, that was a 762 upper. That's a really yes. easy way and cheap way of doing that. They had a seven and a half and a 14, I mean, a 14 and a half inch version of that. I'm just going to look here. If, Oh, if my, so cheap. If the wheels if the squirrel running my computer can go faster. Uh, yes. Seven and a half and 14 inch length. Um, the seven and a half runs a pistol length system. Naturally 14 and a half is on mid length and yeah, 200 bucks for the barrel and bolt. So yeah. one in 10 twist. Sure. Why not? If you're into that, if you're into running a uh, commie ammo through your AR 15, why not get after it? Have some fun. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, we're going to jump into the main topic, which is political trickery that we've seen this recent week coming up. Um, for those of you who are not in Ontario, like Kelly and I, um, center of the world. Anyway, um, <laughs> it is it is provincial election time. Actually, today is voting day. Yes, it is. Um, and we have seen a bunch of nonsense coming out of the um, not conservative side of the ledger um, wherein they're actually accusing the progressive conservative leader of being pro-gun and threatening to change the gun laws to loosen them. I'm I I've lived in Canada my entire life. I have yet to see where the premier of a province gets to set national firearms policy. I'm I'm really finding it impressive how far people will go to lie in politics to get their um, point across and to make the opposing party seem like a monster. Right. It's ridiculous. Now, people don't know. Some people don't know though. People don't know the difference, and it's a it's an easy buzzword. We become we're we're all monsters. Apparently, Um, guns are monsters anyway. I was going to say, apparently we're thugs, but that's another person. So, I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have a, we'll have to have a chat about that. <laughs> so, um, 
so you know we'll see um i'm i'm hoping that um no matter what the the political outcome of the election is i'm i'm really hoping that lies are not what's establishing how people vote i'm not so naive to believe mm. that everything Sorry. that gets said about the left side of the ledger is 100% truthful so i i hope people can kind of try and look at things well what happens objectively is, yeah well that in the last few days or the last weeks of the elections, people will go in and look at anything and bring it up, right? And then they'll try and sway any of the fence sitters. So this was probably a something that was done to try and, and sway some fence sitters. So, uh, yeah. So basically, people are saying that uh, our candidate is the uh, candidate is, is uh, pro-gun, which most PC candidates are. <laughs> He he may or may not be. It doesn't matter because he's right. It's it's not part of his mandate one way or the other. No, it's so. not right. So, so if you do go in and look at it, you won't see anything yeah. on politics on guns, right? Yeah, for sure. Right, it, you shouldn't anyway. Yeah, no. Um, and he certainly hasn't threatened or put any posts where he suggests that um gun owners should be drummed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, so, that's good. Um, now the uh, the other issue we've had this week, um, C seventy one is being yeah. there's is it hearings or committee? Anyway, yeah, it's being discussed, I guess, in committee right. uh, with with um, agencies able to give evidence, much like the CCFR is doing. And we've had an issue with one of the liberal men- members of parliament talking about the need to change the authorization to transport rules to. Right tighten them up so that there's not as many locations available automatically with your firearms license. And the, his logic is that thugs are being found with firearms in their cars and they simply give any one of a million locations where they could be taking their gun and the police can do nothing to stop them from continuing to drive around with a gun Theoretically, what on their lap, yeah. in in a cup holder, someplace where it's really readily you know seen by the police officer who pulls them over. All I'm right. not. It's it's not it's not that's wrong. Um, well, first of all, if somebody is a gangbanger, they're not going to go and request an ATT, right? Probably not. Right. So they're going to be carrying a firearm. They're probably going to have it down the front of their pants and or driving around a car with it. So probably won't be double locked. Probably won't be locked in a case and then trigger locked as well. Yeah, exactly. And and how many of the gang members in urban areas have restricted firearms licenses? Um, I I would like to know. None. Some of them. All have bans. Sorry. Well, some some of the girlfriends. So they can like acquire some stuff. You know, yeah, what? I, I never really thought about that. You're right. But okay, just just to reiterate, Anyways. just in case we <laughs> happen to have a few listeners who are not familiar with the rules in Canada, um, right now the the authorizations that are automatic on our firearms licenses are to transport a restricted or prohibited firearm to an approved range, right. to a peace Guns. officer, right, to um, a gunsmith for for repair. You can't take it to a gunsmith without an ATT if you're tr- planning to sell it. Um, to a gun show and to a border crossing. Correct. 
So those those five, a, a slight slightly smaller number than the millions that um, was touted um, of rational reasons. How many people are driving around an urban area with a firearm, probably not not being transported in accordance with the law, and are getting away with? Well, I'm on my way to the gunsmith. Really, you're you're in downtown urban center where there's no gunsmiths anywhere. How how are you pulling this off? It makes no sense. Right. This is and just gibberish. And, and you're not transporting it according to transportation laws, right? Yeah. So what, what the proposal is with C-71 is we're going to lose the automatic authorization to transport to what? To a border crossing and to gun shows? Yes, those are gone. And, oh, and, and gunsmith. And sm- gunsmith, yeah. So we can we can take restricted and prohibited firearms to a an approved range or to a law enforcement officer for disposal. For, ter- for disposal, yeah. That's, cl- all, that's, that's a good the- point. You're not supposed to just take it to a law enforcement officer for use. You're supposed to take it in for disposal. That's, that's not what they're authorizing you to do. Although they, yeah, don't show up a, you know, the local detachment with your, with your pistol. I don't, I don't think any, I don't think anybody should be turning firearms into the police. I think they, if they want to get rid of them, they should either donate them to somebody or sell them. However, if that is your, what you want to do, call ahead and arrange for the police officers to come out and get the firearm. They get really upset if you show up with a gun at their <laughs> counter. They don't like that at all. So, <laughs> to see that. Just pull out of your pants and throw it up on the counter. <laughs> you want yeah. this? You want a piece of this? You want the whole thing? Uh, yeah. yeah. They don't really like it. Do it, do it at a friend's house, dude. Don't do it at yours. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, not a good idea. So, again, this, this is some of the kind of stuff that, um, misinformation that the other side of the ledger are other side of the gun argument are using to uh, basically flat out lies to people to convince people who are honestly ignorant of what the laws are that there needs to be a change and it's justified and it's just not it's it's just silly ridiculous well yeah people who don't aren't informed they don't really care to be informed but they be they they're pretty outraged by some of the stuff right well they'll believe it they believe it anyways it is it's uh yeah i'm i'm gonna be happy tomorrow when the election's over oh my god if i can stop having politicians call me (laughs) yeah oh man it's awful nobody wants to talk to me yeah i voted last week i went yeah i went i voted today yeah, I did my civic I duty. Didn't, I didn't want to. You didn't. You didn't choose to vote in the province you don't live in. That's that's impressive. It's well done. <laughs> Took all my restraint. You know what was what was impressive though? I had to show ID. I mean, apparently that's okay. a big deal in some locations. So all of them, you need. You're supposed to show ID. So what did you use for ID? I used my driver's license because I had my. Really? Yeah. I, oh, I, I know. I just. Suck. I didn't feel like being that guy. It was in front of my firearms license. It's the first piece of ID that came out. So that's mm-hmm. convenience. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All righty. Cool. Um, we should check and see what's going on with the YouTube feedback. Have you guys yep. seen? Very... They're chatting with each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're their yes. own little like microcosm now going yeah. on. 
Jonathan okay. Howe. Jonathan Howe just reminded us that you need an ATT to transport between provinces. Which yes, is, you do. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's not in one of the automatic. Um, no. Um, now, yeah. Even if you're going to a point of entry, like yeah. say if I was going to cross into the states from Quebec, I would have to get a short-term ATT. So, right. hey, free adult dating. Hey, look at that. I know, so eh? That's that of that person to chime in. Yeah. We'll just let the listeners go check that one out on their own. We're not, we're not a dating site. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, uh, Greg says he's going to do Tabor and Chaz in Alberta in August. Correct. For, so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we will all be there and Adriel, you better be at Chaz by the way. So I don't know. It's so far 45 minute drive. <laughs> Shut up. I'll go to the I'll go to the one in uh, in Dalhousie, but you're gonna go to the one in New Brunswick, but the one that's you know in the same area code. You're not gonna go to yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. Greg and uh, Stacy and I will be in a car for four days together and driving. No, it'll only be two days. We'll just drive through the night. It'll be fun. You want to come, Brian? Nope. Justin was saying, Adriel, uh, why train a horse to be fine with gunfire? Train a big deer to be fine with gunfire and then oh. ride that in. And then you'll get right in with the other deer and then shoot one. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, this free adult dating person is really posting a lot of stuff. This is impressive. Uh, um, uh, Greg, um, send me a message about what you're talking about next weekend. I think... Uh, yeah, if it's this coming weekend, I cannot do anything. But yeah, what are you? Be oh, okay, so it's called send him a message later. I'm gonna do it this way. He can send me a message later. That's I'm not gonna do it. I'm, this is more efficient for me. So I'm, I'm gonna go. It's not that. efficient for our listeners. Oh, <laughs> I'm good with that. Okay, all I right. I was here for the listeners. I'm I'm here for me. That's that's how it is. All right, cool. Oh, uh, Kelly, there was a request about uh, northern Alberta for maple seed. Yes. I don't know how far north you guys are going. Uh, I don't know what, what, what's considered northern Alberta? Is well, that north of Edmonton, or is it Edmonton considered northern Alberta? Adriel? Kinda, uh, the furthest north yeah, we're yeah. going right right Edmonton, now is Edmonton, northern Alberta. Yeah. yeah, the furthest north that we're doing is going to, is going to be Chaz, so Edmonton area. Right now, anyways. That'll be a five-hour drive for like anyone who's in north, north Alberta, like Grand Prairie or uh, Fort McMurray or something like that. So that's fine. Right. If they really want to go do uh, uh, maple seed, they can drive down to Edmonton and do it at Chaz. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Five hours. That's right. not the end of the world. Yeah, stay over. We're also looking at uh, Lethbridge as well. So that's being worked on. Cool. Uh, they don't make it to Chaz. They can check out Lethbridge. All right, cool. Now let's get into the uh, written-in Listener feedback brought to you by Highlander Tactical. Go to highlandertactical.com to check out the great supply of both inside and outside the waistband holsters today. Use promo code SLAMFIRE at checkout to save 10% off your order. Do they have any holsters that replace your waistband? Like not inside or outside, <laughs> are the waistband themselves. I thought you just needed a better like a, waist. You mean like a Kydex belt? <laughs> Blowing your mind here. Oh. I demand a uh, 5% royalty for this idea. Oh my. Uh, yeah, that's Adriel, Ryan. That wasn't me. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, 
you know what? I'm really looking forward to my new holster from them because that it'll it'll fit with this slide with oh. this big sight on it. And and I know Ryan is will be very excited to see this in one of his holsters. He's he's a big fan of this particular site. So yeah. Now is he in, awesome. in did you order an inside the waistband, outside the waistband, or waistband holster? Uh, I I went with um an outside the waistband holster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, not a waistband holster. Didn't go there. Anyway, um listener feedback. Kelly, can you take no. the first yeah? No, I no. think lead hosts. Nope. Yep. It's all you, Kels. Dive in. This uh. is from- Fur latte. Fur, is, fur who? I don't know. I don't, never heard I don't of her. Know. I don't know. I don't know who who she is. I've never heard of lat. her. Lat. Mm-hmm. It's fur lat. <laughs> There's no accente goo on that E. It's just a fur lat. Anyway, <laughs> Kelly, go ahead and read, please. Uh, all right. Hello, fellow, uh, fellow hosts and listeners. Since I haven't been on in a few weeks and can't be on this week either, I thought I'd write in with an update. I've been busy teaching IPSC Black Badge courses all over New Brunswick since the end of April. It's been a ton of work, but I've had a lot of amazing help from some really dedicated IPSC New Brunswick members. As of last weekend, IPSC New Brunswick has held eight, that's right, eight Black Badge courses uh, so far this year. We even held one at Filthy's Range for the first time. Along with uh, teaching, I've been shooting a lot of matches. I've won a division every time and only missed overall winner once. The Black Badge students were, for the most uh, most part, prepared, and only two failed to qualify. Listeners are always asking what they have to do to prepare for the Black Badge course. Well, here's some pro tips based on my experience this spring. The first thing you have to do is shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, many people find it very hard uh, to get through a 10-hour day on the range. Uh, many Ipsic uh, Many IPSC uh, sections break the qualification portion of the program into two range sessions. However, many uh, sections do not have, do not and do not and have students qualify in one 10-hour day. As a result, you have to be able to spend 10 hours on the range and be as fresh as at the end of the day as you were at the beginning. Many people struggle with the volume and intensity of the class. Uh, the uh, the uh, simple the they simply lack the stamina required to spend a full day shooting on the range. Many people meet the uh, recommended amount of rounds fired through their pistol prior to the reg- registering for the course, but many have never put two to three hundred through their pistol in one day. You will get tired after shooting them that much in one day. Your hands, your wrists, your arms will be uh, fatigued after that many rounds, and some people may want to build up that kind. Uh, May, may want to build up to that kind of one-day volume before signing up for a black badge. Uh, as for the accuracy requirement, you can't uh, you can't keep uh, ten out of or sorry nine out of ten shots on a uh, thirty centimeter by thirty centimeter piece of paper at twenty yards before signing up for the black badge. You need to learn how to do that prior to signing up. If you can't do that, you'll struggle with the accuracy requirements of the program and may be sent home. Of the two people I sent home this spring. One would have made it if they had been able to meet the accuracy requirements of the course volume. If they had been able to meet the the accuracy requirements and course volume expectancy prior to signing up, they had to put two uh, hundred rounds through the gun prior to signing up. They had put only two hundred rounds through the gun prior to signing up for the course. Halfway through uh, the first day, they hadn't passed a single drill. Uh, by lunch, they were sent home. 
Finally, you have to remember that although you will be uh, shown techniques that will help you shoot better, the Black Badge Certification Program is just that, a certification program, not for not a training class. The purpose of the program is to give shooters 16 hours to prove that they can shoot within the context of IPSC. Many people uh, criticize the course and claim that they really they already know how to shoot. To them, IPSC says, uh, good, now spend 16 hours proving it to us. Uh, on to other news. The third annual Ronnie DeGroote Steel Challenge was success. Uh, 28 people shot the match and good times were had by all. Canadian Ipsic uh, production champ and ex-metal squad shooter Alex Burdett uh, showed up and put on a clinic. He shredded the stages and finished uh, with a total time of just over 105 sec seconds. Uh, to put that into context, I won my division with a time of 146 seconds, and the person closest to me was 170 seconds. Alex absolutely crushed us with his amazing time. Uh, I've attached a pic, a pic of Alex and myself holding Ronnie's uh, shooting jersey that hangs inside our pistol uh, camp uh, at the back of our range. We need to have Alex back on the show soon. I agree. Uh, this week, I'm off to the CCFR AGM for the weekend. I'm looking forward to getting back and filling you in on all the news and the exciting things the CCFR is working on for us all. Uh, and it says, uh, gang, cheers, gang, the Frelate. And I really, really, really wanted to say thank you for making me read that. You're welcome. <laughs> you did yeah. great. Mm. You know, it would Best be more, more time efficient if... Actually, I don't know. Maybe this is more efficient than, than Trevor talking about what he did in guns. This was pretty concise for Trevor. Yeah, I didn't it time it, but it would be a record for him talking. So if he would have been talking. Okay. Um, from James. Hello, Adriel. Why couldn't I have had this one? Listen to your episode 259 <laughs> with the T-1000 hit indicator. Have you tried the indicator with a rimfire rifle at 75-yard targets? James Adam, have you messed around with rimfire and stuff with it? No, no, you I will. really need pretty light steel for rimfire to get the reaction compared to what you want for centerfire. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that would make sense. Thanks James. Cool. Uh, if you would like to email the show, send an email to slamfire radio at gmail.com and we'll put it in. Even if it's a long tome like Trevor's here. You don't have to write that much, folks. It's, it's okay. iTunes reviews. Uh, we have one here from Lane66. It's Canadian. Uh, title, great podcast. Five stars. Review, new to firearms. Just got my pal. Keep me entertained at work. Wow. I'm glad. Wow, your work must be a little boring if this is what entertains you. But okay, cool. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, is what he's saying. I do appreciate people. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. In my offhanded, nasty way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> shout outs. We're at that point. Have you guys yeah. got any shout outs? I do. But I think Adriel, do you want to go first? Go ahead, Adriel, you're first. One to listener Ian for offering his M17S for a loan and review. And one to Mark and Lynn or Mark or Lynn. I'm not quite sure. Uh, for offering the link on the Alberta Mounted Shooting Clinic. So as they were listening to the show there live, they just sent over a link to the uh, this Mounted Shooting Clinic. So this is a thing. I just have to go to Camrose. Actually, I think I just need to recommend my dad go to Camrose with one of his horses. <laughs> and then I'll use the horse that he trained. Right. 
Now, wasn't it like half an hour ago, Adriel was saying, if this course was closer to me, I'd take it. And now there's a course closer to Adriel, and he's saying, I'm going to send someone else to do it for me. <laughs> They're his horses. <laughs> that's, that's true. But you're his son. Mm-hmm. He probably likes you most of the time. Got to get the horse trailer. He's already got one. He's got the horses. He can. He, sh- he, he probably wants to anyways. It could be a father-son weekend. Oh, it could be actually be awesome. two horses. Train two horses. Yeah. You know what? You could do that. Him, you could get him a ticket to this for Father's Day. Oh, I just need more time. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Later I'm in the figure, year, I could set it up for later in the year. Right around August, actually, would be really nice because then the horse is trained for November, which is hunting season. Boom. It's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm so proud of him, but he's he's finally come around to that that state of mind where it's all about him. Good for you, Adriel. You've grown <laughs> as a person. <laughs> All right. Kelly, you got any yeah. shout outs? So I do. I have uh, one to Anika. So she's sending out the stuff uh, for the charity shoot. And I just wanted to say thank you very much for all the stuff that she's including in her package. By the way, that's for Matador Arms. And I also wanted to say thank you to uh, the Calgary Shooting Center as well. Um, Jeffries, uh, he is, he's arranged for a prize also for sponsorship for the charity shoot. So you guys are Did awesome. Did we talk about the, uh, the uh, Sidewinder from Matador Arms? No, I no. was going to circle back to that because I just realized it. So we'll finish yeah. the shout outs yeah. and then we'll go back to more new items. Okay. Alrighty, cool. Um, I am going to give a shout out to uh, Linda Miller at Milcon. She did me a solid last weekend. I appreciate that very much. Linda, yes. thank you so much. I appreciate you understanding my predicament as I was laying in a pool of sweat trying did, to not hurl. So did you did you see the latest thing about maple seed in their... Um, yes. Isn't that now, exciting? Yeah, maple seed is now an affiliate of the... Of OSA or is it Milcon? Anyway, OSA, which is part OSA. of Milcon. Milcon. Right. So, yeah. so you can, if you're a member of Project Maple Seed, you can get a uh, discount, I believe, at yeah. uh, if you go on their courses. So yeah. that means awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's it's a great um, follow up training for Maple Seed yes. stuff. Uh, take those take those uh, fundamental skills and apply them to slightly beyond fundamental scenarios and get working on that stuff. It's great fun. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, we're going to circle back. Um, Adriel, you don't even have to edit at this. We'll just, this will just be a blooper, but yeah. Um, Matador arms announced a new product today, which is their sidewinder. And basically this is a folding stock adapter for any firearms platform that uses an AR, uh, buffer tube style for holding the stock on. Now it doesn't work obviously with an actual AR-15 buffer tube that actually has to have a functioning buffer tube, but um, with a buffer and all that stuff. But so any platforms um, like say the WK-180 that utilizes this can now have a ready adapter to put a a folding stock on it. Are you going to be all over this, Adriel, for your uh, WK-180? I will because this is a super like it's super tight. It's very compact, and uh, it makes the gun fold, and that makes it more handy to uh, haul around on a sling or pack up or anything like that. So definitely, definitely, price is right too. Definitely, yeah. I had I didn't even see the price. What are they uh, retailing this for? Mm. One hundred fifty bucks. Oh, okay. Maybe, may, just maybe, maybe somebody might be able to win one at the charity shoot. Just saying. It's possible. 
That's so crazy. Who do I have to beat at Maple Seed? <laughs> just Trevor? Sorry? Just Trevor? Do I have to meet do I have to beat Trevor to get the side folder? No, it's at the charity shoot. You're gonna, you know, buy tickets. Maybe you might. Oh, I see. I, you know, I I would think that if only we knew somebody who does YouTube, like high quality YouTube reviews of products. I know. eh? And it, you know, like it might be worth Matador's time to send someone one of these as a T&E to kind of. I don't know. I'd have to find like a sponsor for the company or something like that before I could get into something like that. Probably that would be my in. Right. I could. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I think it's a really cool lady. I could maybe like put in a good word for you. If I can see if that maybe could help. I mean, you're kind of in the same really neighborhood. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kelly. What was that? I cut you off. She is a really cool lady. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Great company. Most awesome. Yeah. Um, actually, too, uh, something I forgot about t- uh, talking about. When I was at the range last weekend, I was doing okay, some- Trevor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Didn't make a job. I deserve that. That's <laughs> It's fine. Um, I was uh, I was messing around with the the doing some positional shooting, kneeling and and standing um, with my match rifle, which I have set up with the um, Matter Arms flare stack, and I was noticing a fair bit more recoil than I was in expecting. Now I don't know if that's me in my position or if I need to go to a true break. So I'm going to mess around with that a little bit. And if, um, cause I have some breaks laying around that I can throw on the rifle and try and see if it makes a difference. And if, if I decide I need a proper full on break, I will be, um, talking to Anika about getting one of their hammerheads and, uh, seeing if I can get one of those purchased and sent out to me to, to run that for, for the rifle. So I ran the stinger last year. I've got the stinger right now on my 14 and a half inch rifle. I'd rather just leave it on there for, for, for that, um, having a turning, turning the, the, uh, the brake on and off on my match rifle is really not a, not a thing. I'd just rather have a dedicated brake and leave it on. So we'll play with that. We'll see how that happens. Um, again, it might even be more my position a little bit. So I'll play around with it. I've got some 55 grain ammo. That's good for shooting for recoil. So I may as well use that up in this testing. All right, cool. Patreon supporters, we are now at 94. We have a new Patreon, sorry, Patreon E, Clay G and Dave Williams, 5.56. I used yeah, to work that with was that Dave Williams. 556. Hey, good for him. That's a good number. Patreon supporters should have received patches in the mail. Did you send out patches to these new guys? Uh, no, because those guys just, just signed up and I only do it like once a month or something like that. But, uh, Everyone else should have patches or patches on the way. And as soon as I figure out the cheapest way to ship t-shirts, I'm going to start shipping those as well. You know what the cheapest way to sh- ship them is? One Get of those the- Air, Air Zuka things, as long as they're within yeah. range. Potato gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, you're flying yeah. to New Brunswick, right? So you're going to cross most of the country. Just drop them. Just drop them as you go. <laughs> With a name on them. Please the number two, Bob. <laughs> yeah, just just a well, first and last name. Yeah. No, I'll just like drop one off in Toronto. It's like give this to Ryan. Good to you go. Could. You could. That might not work very well. Okay. If you would like to support the show, uh, please go to patreon.com slash slamfire radio and donate as much or as little as you like 
every little bit helps. We really appreciate it. All righty. We're just about out of there. Please join one or more of our national firearms associations, such as the CCFR or the CSSA or anyone else you think is going to do a good job. Check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. And hey, like us on Facebook. We are currently at 1,903 likes. Cool. <laughs> and, and we and we have our next guest who showed up uh, very timely. Alrighty, folks. Good night. Shoot safe, shoot straight, and shoot often. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.